everybody and welcome to another episode of the Trust Your Board Podcast. My name is Stephen Wright, joined by Mr. William Monroe. Will, how you doing? Steve, doing well over here. How are you? Uh, pretty good. Uh, recovering. Um, so uh, your uh, average listener will notice we didn't have an episode last week, and that, that wasn't because I extended my vacation. It is because <laughs> I got COVID while on vacation. Don't let them lie to you guys. <laughs> yeah, if only. Um but uh yeah, I got COVID while we were there and was probably just not in good enough shape to to record. I mean we might have gotten through it maybe, but um it, we would have had to hit a perfect window. So Yeah. Just decided not to. Uh but we're back this week with another muck. Um got a, a ten teamer here, Will. This is following uh, you said your team you're uh, one of the formats for your leagues, right? Yeah, one of my uh, main leagues here, we have 10 team, a little bit deeper roster, so an extra starting receiver, as well as an extra bench spot. Um, so it should be right around the same amount of total picks that we have here, probably less of the single positions and more of the um, the multiple positions there, like your receivers and running backs. I always enjoy 10 team league because I always... Uh... Like looking at my team when I'm done. <laughs> team looks a little bit nicer to start, that's for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but it'll be it'll be fun to see the uh, the bottom half, the the bench side of things. Given, you know, like you said, we got three wide receivers, we got a bench spot, so it's a little bit deeper. Um, so yeah, it'll be interesting to see what the uh, the benches look like. Yeah, you're definitely a little bit deeper there, so it's always it's always a, an interesting exercise, and I think you know twelve teams is probably the most popular, but there's a fair amount of ten teams out there, so I think it'd be helpful for some of the listeners that are in ten team leagues. If memory serves, I think uh, our fourteen team mocks last year were some of our most popular episodes. So I, I I don't know if they're just you know nobody does fourteen teams league, so they they gravitated to what they what they get, or if there's a a, a fair bit of them out there, I guess. But uh, yeah, it could be that you know someone's searching for fourteen teamers and they're typing that into their you know search bar for their podcast. Might be one of the few that are doing them. So maybe we'll have to pull one of those up for next week. Yeah, yeah. I'm thinking. I don't know. I'm thinking like the fantasy footballers mocks in general. I think they almost always do 12. I, I, yeah. I think 12 I is pretty even, exclusive for them. Yeah. I don't know if they even do 10. I mean, I'm sure they have. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I don't, they've definitely never done a 14. I don't think. And that'd be the most popular one. So it's interesting. Yeah. Yeah. You'd think, uh, definitely interesting. Um, but yeah, with that in mind, um, are you ready to get started? Yeah, I don't think there's really been much news, even though it's been a few weeks. Um, I mean, still waiting to hear about Baker Mayfield possibly getting traded and Sean Watson possibly getting suspended. But really, other than that, I mean, we're in kind of the Dolstrom's here of uh, of the off season. Uh, we are officially in the last month until March of 2023 without an NFL football game now, so that's exciting. Yes, yeah, that that'll be good. Um... I did see some Baker news today. Um, Rappaport said that the Seahawks aren't in on him. Yeah, and who which, knows if this is just wordplay to, you know, yeah. get the price lowered a little bit for him, um, or if it truly means they're out and it's Carolina or bust. Yeah, yeah. Who knows? It's very hard to tell. I mean, what was <clears> it? I think it was last week. It was Seattle, and them are close. There's like a third team that had suddenly emerged, which I don't know who that would be. 
unless it's like the yeah. Browns have emerged yeah. as, as like, oh yeah, we're just going to keep him. Yeah, we we've emerged guy. as a frontliner to keep this player. <laughs> yeah, and now, yeah, the Seattle News, so who knows? Hopefully yeah. it's sorted out sooner or later. Yeah, yeah, you'd imagine it will. I mean, I can't really see there being too many other teams that he had to have a real shot, real shot at starting at. I mean, Atlanta made sense earlier on, but getting Mariota and the rookie Ritter seems like they're pretty locked in on those two. There's really not too many other opportunities for, for him to, you know, have a like an inside track, let's say, at starting. Yeah, yeah, it's it's kind of few like Texans come to mind, but they're pretty locked on on, on Davis Mills. Yeah, I think they really want to see what they have with him and the Giants maybe. Yeah, but it seems like they're kind of the same way. Like, you know, there's a lot of quarterbacks that are a lot of teams with multiple first round picks coming up that have a quarterback that they want to really see if he's the guy and if he's not then they can pivot and you see Houston like that you see the Giants we even talked about the Eagles like that you know where they want to give him this year and if he's not the not the guy you've got the you know assets to move up and what amounts to be a deeper quarterback class as, as we're expecting yeah I had briefly thought um Tampa as an interesting option We'd have to yeah. get them and then sit them for a year. Yeah. Yeah. You, yeah. And they have Gabbert, who I think they, they like as their backup now. And then Phil Trask, as I guess is the future. So they have some options there. But I guess yeah, if you want to get him to, you know, just be in the locker room with Brady for a year, that's got to help, you know, just his overall development and readiness as a player. And he would would probably be, you know, one of the most valuable backups in the league. But you'd be paying him a good chunk of money for being a backup. Yeah, hundred percent. Well, we'll find out one day. You ready to uh, go ahead and get going? Yeah, that's uh, mock time. So we'll be drafting. Steve, you'll be out of the six spot. I'll be out of the nine spot here. Once again, a ten-team PPR mock draft. So we'll get started here. Jonathan Taylor, Austin Eckler, Derek Henry, Christian McCaffrey, Justin Jefferson off the board there for you. Wow, yeah, McCaffrey making it all the way to four. Um, yeah. That's, that is interesting. Um, I think – so I was going to say, the last mock we did, I think I went quarterback early and went Cooper Cup, and I was going to pivot away from that. Uh, but given this is a three-wide receiver league – uh, it does put a little bit more pressure on the wide receiver position. Now, you know, it's only 10 teams, so it will be easier to fill. Uh, but I think I will use that as justification for getting Cooper Cup again. Um, I should be able to get a solid running back in the second round, given it's only, you know, a 10-teamer. Uh, so, yeah, I'll start with Cup. Uh, not really considering anyone else. If I were to go running back, it would, I guess it would be Dalvin. Mm-hmm. Najee's interesting. Mixon's interesting. After that, it's it's probably too much of a drop off for me. Um, but I'll get Cooper Cup here. Maybe Jandre Swift makes it back to me. I don't know something like that. So, uh, or maybe Kelsey. That would be a tough uh, a tough one to stare down. But yeah, I'm gonna, I'll start wide receiver here. We we could start three. I mean, really five when you include all the flex spots, mm-hmm. uh, but we got to start at least three. So we're going to lock in a Cooper cup there. See what gets back to me. Uh, two more running backs go Najee and Dalvin cook. That would have been nice for Dalvin to make it back to you. But uh, alas, no, you were on the clock, my friend. 
Yeah, so it gets to me here. Um, we've got top receivers here with Jamar Chase, Devontae Adams, Stephon Diggs, CeeDee Lamb. I uh, still have all the tight ends available there in Kelsey. And then running backs, Joe Mixon, DeAndre Swift, Nick Chubb, Alvin Kamara. Um, this would, would be interesting here, you know, going receiver heavy and, and seeing what happens. Um, but I think in this situation, Joe Mixon's still there. He's the guy I think, as I mentioned before, I think is going to rise up some boards as we get closer to draft day. Um, so I think I'll, I'm going to lock him in here just because I like the receivers and tight end that's there. You know, any combination of Chase, Adams, and Kelsey would be nice uh, as my second spot here. So we'll get a running back here to start and Joe Mixon. After him, Travis Kelsey and Stephon Diggs. Um, so we've got DeAndre Swift still there, Nick Chubb, Alvin Kamara, uh, receivers, Jamar Chase, Devontae Adams, C.D. Lamb. Um, now this is where it gets interesting because I think I do like Chase as like the top guy here. Um, but having Joe Mixon already, I do like to differentiate if possible. Uh, I know those are two, probably two of the best, you know, running back receiver stack that you can have in the league. Um, but I'll, I'll pivot here, and, and you know, I think Adams is pretty close to Chase. So just getting the diversity there is helpful. So I'm going to go with Devontae Adams here. After Adams, Jamar Chase, and Josh Allen. Oh, boy, I was sweating there a little bit. Um, yeah. I am glad. So Swift is here. Swift will be my pick. That's that's easy. Um, I'm happy with him as my, uh, my first RB. Uh, if he wasn't here... I'd probably be going Chubb. I'm I'm somewhat worried about Chubb given, you know, the Watson news, you know, the unknown of the quarterback position, you know, the relative weakness at the wide receiver outside of like Amari Cooper. So it seems like a, a prime position where defenses just really focus in on him. Uh, and he's good enough to overcome. It just kind of concerns me. I'm not sure the touchdowns are going to come. So I don't know. I, I would have pulled the trigger on him. It, it just, it's worrisome. You know, Camara staring down the uh, the suspension, and then you know after that, Saquon always got your injury concerns. Uh, the rest are kind of reaches. I probably would have just reached for somebody, but it's a little iffy. But luckily, I don't have to make that decision. So we're going to lock in Swift here. We'll see what gets back to me. Uh, I'm glad to have you know one of each, the wide receiver and the running back, gives me some flexibility. CD Lamb goes off the board uh, right after me with the 206, and then Chubb Camara. Uh, Aaron Jones and Mark Andrews there to round out the second round. Tyreek starts the third. Saquon, Debo, Keenan Allen, and Javante Williams. What a shame that would have been. Uh, that would have been real nice to come back. Mm-hmm. Way. So, looking at the running back position, we got Fournette, Zeke, James Conner, Cam Akers, David Montgomery at wide receiver. AJ Brown, Mike Evans, T. Higgins, Deontay Johnson, Terry McLaurin, DK Metcalf. Uh, tight end, we still got Pitts, Kittle, Waller. Uh, we got all our quarterbacks outside of Josh Allen, so this is a uh, this is tough. Um, I, I think it, it feels weird to say because I don't say it, but I feel like I like enough of the running backs where I could just punt it till the next round. Fournette, Zeke, Connor, uh, Montgomery, Gibson, Acres to a degree. I'm happy with all of them. Uh, Dobbins, I'm fine with all of them. So I feel like I'm just going to take my pick of the letter at wide receiver. Um, and then let a, a running back fall to me. Uh, Cause looking at wide receiver, AJ Brown, I'm kind of back and forth on, 
Mike Evans, I really like, and uh, spoiler, he will be the pick here. Um, T. Higgins, I like. Deontay Johnson, I like. Not as much as the other two. Um, Terry McLaurin's in that same boat. DK Metcalf, I have no idea what to make of. And Waddle's kind of the same. So uh, I'm so happy with a lot of options, but not as many as the running back options, which is just weird to say. And come midseason, you know, these running backs will just be a mess, I'm sure. Uh, Connor will prove himself to be a one-year wonder. Zeke will be hurt, and it's just it'll be a mess. But uh, for now, I'm happy with the running backs. So I'm going to lock in Mike Evans, the sole target for, for Tom Brady. Mike Evans and Russell Gage will be uh, a solid guys to start the year. So I'm going to lock him in. I'm happy with him being my wide receiver, too. Would have been happy with him as my one. So... Quite pleased there. We'll lock him in. Uh, teammate Leonard Fournette goes off the board right after that. Patrick Mahomes goes off. I'm, I'm sure that is uh, music to your ears. I'm sure you weren't looking his way. So somebody has fallen to you. Yeah, yeah. So Mahomes was hoping would fall just because uh, or would go because Fournette and um, and Ziggy Elliott were my kind of targets here. Getting one of the two of them would have been really helpful. So with Zeke still here, it's pretty easy. Um, Kyle Pitts would likely be the pick, but just kind of looking behind team behind me has tight end already. So I'll risk them going with the second tight end. But I think, I mean, between him, AJ Brown, there's still quite a few receivers. Uh, so it is a bit of a drop off after, you know, after that, just value wise. But yeah, as you mentioned, there's some good running backs still. David Montgomery solid. Brees Hall, Jacobs, but I think Zeke is the, is one of the few here that really has like top five upside. I know there's he there's the the league is very split on him. You know, it goes many different ways. But in this scenario, I I, I think getting him as my third player, you know, pairing him with Mixon, my second running back, and going to be able to get either you know a, a top level second receiver or Kyle Pitts at tight end. Good start to the team, and, and just getting those running backs that you're confident in early helps, as, as eventually there will be a run. Um, maybe it's later than most because of where, uh, you know, how many people are in the league, but eventually they will dry up. So I, you know, like to try to get more running backs than not. Um, so Zeke's the pick here. We'll lock him in. After him goes Cam Akers and T. Higgins. So I don't know if Steve's getting a little nervous as running backs are starting to go a bit. I almost want to take Dave Montgomery just to screw you over. But <laughs> Please don't. Not going to pass on Kyle Pitts here. Um, I mean, don't get me wrong. Dave Montgomery would be a good third versus, uh, third running back to get here. But I have not had much Kyle Pitts in, in mocks um, and didn't have him anywhere in, in redraft uh, or dynasty last year. So be happy to get him here. Uh, I think he... Kittle, Waller, kind of make up that next tier. And and while they're all good, I, I think Pitts is the one guy that you know is going to be the number one target in the offense. Waller usually is, but now with Devontae Adams there, um, that definitely takes a little bit more away from him. And just don't know what to make of the San Francisco offense. Um, we don't know what the quarterback's going to be. There's a lot of questions there. So I'm going to go Kyle Pitts here, get the tight end. Uh, early after him, AJ Brown and Terry McLaurin. So running back does work its way down to you. Yeah, I'm uh, quite happy with this. Uh, you know, I'm good with James Conner, Montgomery, Gibson um, to a lesser, well, Dobbins to a lesser extent, 
Hall and Josh Jacobs. So there's plenty of options here for me. Uh, in fact, I look and consider rolling the dice because team two has three running backs. Team three and four both have two. Um, the potential exists for somebody to slip through, but I imagine I will get burned. Um, I, I don't think I've had any James Conner shares in our mocks so far. Um, so I, I think he's going to be my pick. Here is a, a fun little surprise for you. Well, I don't know if you remember this. I drafted him in our redraft league last year. Um, he was on my championship team. I was going to say, did you hang on to him the whole year too? I, don't I did not. Remember. I did not. So I got to a spot where I needed, I guess it was just bi-week hell. I think I had bi-week plus COVID. Something mm. hit me and I had to cut someone. And I looked at him and every week at this point, I swear it was like 50 yards at a touchdown, 50 yards at two touchdowns. I was like, that it's not going to be sustainable. Soon this is just going to be 50 yards and I'm not going to want him. So I just, yeah. And then it just, it never stopped, <laughs> um, which is a shame. I always forget that, but he was my gamble in like the eighth or ninth round or whenever he was going last year. So um, I'll grab him again. I am, I am worried that he doesn't repeat. Um, yeah. That's got to be the main worry right, for him. Yeah, but you know, looking at him, Montgomery and Gibson, he's the one set up, to, in my opinion, for the most success. He has no competition. I mean, not that Gibson and, and Montgomery have competition. I guess Gibson has McKissick taking, you know, pass catching away. Um, but his offense is far and away better than the other options. So uh, I will lock him in here. I'll be happy with that. Um, and we'll see what gets back to me. Herbert goes. Herbert was a, a bit of a consideration for me. Um, maybe going to an early quarterback here. Um, Hall goes. Kittle, Montgomery, Waddle. That rounds out the fourth. The fifth is uh, Deontay Johnson, Darren Waller, Metcalf, Antonio Gibson, and Josh Jacobs. Um, so fun for me. Dobbins is still here. Elijah Mitchell's still here. Miles Sanders is here. Uh, so it's still interesting options at running back at wide receiver, DJ Moore, Pittman, Amari Cooper, Jerry Judy, Cortland Sutton. Um, so still some good options here at tight end. We have Hawkinson, Schultz, Goddard, Ertz. Um, we're out of that first tier. I like Schultz a lot this year. I think I'm going to roll the dice that he gets back to me and he'll be my sixth round pick. You got a tight end, you know, team 10 has a tight end. I'm thinking team seven and eight here. They both have gone quarterback already. So in theory, they should be grabbing more running backs and wide receivers. And imagine maybe one goes tight end and that should be fine for me to get Schultz. So it comes down to that wide receiver uh, running back tier. The the running backs, I'm good with a handful of them. You know, again, Dobbins, Mitchell, Sanders, uh, ETN's not a bad gamble. CEH isn't bad. Um AJ Dillon, Ken Walker, Kareem Hunt, decent options. Hunt's another one I'm starting to fade on a little bit because I'm just getting worried about the quarterback position, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you can't this, catch You know, Dearness Johnson's back as of now, too. So, you know, do they look to move on from him at some point, get some value back from Kareem? Yeah. Yeah, maybe. And, you know, I don't know. Uh, Brissett started. Basically two years in Indy, the year that Luck got hurt mm-hmm. and then the year that he retired. And I believe Naeem Hines was there for both years and he's, you know, everybody likes him for PPR. So I'm assuming Brissett does use the running back in that, in that fashion. Um, but I don't know. 
either way, like he would be a running back four for me. Like I wouldn't take him now. Mm-hmm. He'd be looking for four, and he, I'm more comfortable there. Uh, I think I don't want to wait on another wide receiver because I don't like the Allen Robinson Godwin kind of tier. But then you start getting to Mike Williams and Brandon Cooks, and we're okay. So I, I will go back to to the running back. I'll grab another one. I will grab J.K. Dobbins. I ha- he's another one I haven't had any shares of. Um, Confidence is growing in him a little bit, which is, I don't know why I haven't heard any reports on him. Um, but I guess that's, that's better than hearing bad reports or maybe I'm just blind to it all. But, um, all the reasons I like Dobbins in years past still apply now, you know, good running offense. Um, I'm not super concerned about the people around him, just Gus really. Um, and I, I think he can be a top option and, and Gus still get his. So we'll go ahead and lock him in as my third running back here. We'll see if my Schultz gamble plays off. Uh, DJ Moore goes off the board and then uh, Travis Etienne goes off right there right before your pick. Yeah, so Dobbins and Etienne were the two I was hoping would sneak through here. Um, I, I really like Etienne this year. I think he's going to be in for a big year. Uh, and you know, coming off the injury, I think he's got some kind of post-hype sleeper to him. Um, but alas, they're both gone. Eli Mitchell, Clyde Edwards-Helaire, Sanders, Harris—a little bit more of a drop-off um, for me there. So I'm going to pivot here, at least for this first pick, back to receiver. And the options I'm looking at here: Michael Pittman, Mari Cooper, uh, Jerry Judy, and Cortland Sutton. Chris Godwin, uh, no, I don't think we know for sure when Godwin's going to be healthy. Um, still no set timeline, it looks like, as of most recent news here, recovering from ACL surgery. So you'd imagine he's probably going to start the year off on either Pup or um, or, or just not being active as, as he recovers from a, a late season there, ACL tear. So for me, um, Hollywood Brown, also someone that's uh, interesting. But for me, uh, the pick here is Pittman and then likely going with one of the two Denver receivers here on the turn to fill out my receiving core uh, to add to Devontae Adams. So we'll lock in Pittman here first. After him, Lamar Jackson and Amari Cooper. So brings back to Judy and Sutton here. Um, I still lean Judy. I, I just love the upside of Judy, but I think there's a, still a very good chance that Sutton could show out uh, you know, second year off of the injury, I think, right? He, he played last year, but that was the first year back from his... Correct, yeah. Torn, torn ACL? Uh, it, was a, it was a leg. Yeah, it was a leg. I don't remember. If, I got a feeling it wasn't an ACL. Mm-hmm. It was a leg injury, if memory serves. It was definitely something that ended the season there for him. So... We'll see um, how hey, he bounces back, but he very well could, you know, be the top guy. I, I like Judy's upside more. I think he's still on the upswing. Um, so we'll see how that works. But Judy's going to be the pick here for me as my third receiver. Still a lot of other guys I like later on here that I can add to the receiving core. Um, but just nice to get that third receiver out of the way here, uh, given that we are starting three in this format. After him, Clyde Edwards-Alaire and Cortland Sutton. That is a shame that Sutton wet. Um, yeah, I know you've been rising nice on Sutton. Yeah, yeah, that would have been really nice to have. Uh, so here is my problem. I want Schultz. You'll be going to hear that a lot this year. Yeah, and you got two teams behind you that don't that's, have one. That's the thing. So three teams have tight ends. Two teams don't. 
But you're going to have that problem every single time because if it comes back around, it's going to be once again, well, two out of yeah, four teams, just, don't it? <laughs> at that point, I don't think I could roll the dice anymore. Yeah. Um, but staring down like Mike Williams, that's hard to do. <laughs> you know, um, mm. I, I feel like he is worth the gamble while later on when I'm debating Adam Thielen, Thielen or Darnell Mooney or Schultz, it's yeah. not going to be worth the gamble anymore. You know, unless someone sleeps through, you know, Grim Hunt, um, Patterson, just looking ahead, AJ Dillon, maybe. Um, so I think I will roll the dice again and see if it if it works out for me. Because um, Mike Williams is is it's really hard to pass up. I'm I'm kind of shaky on him. I was high on him earlier in the year, and I've come down a little bit. Just kind of remembering the past years of injury every single year. Um, you hear it a lot when people talk about Debo and they're like, oh yeah, well he put it together for one year. Every other year he's been plagued by injuries. You know, this very well could be a one-off. And I don't see people really applying that same logic to Mike Williams. And maybe it's because the quarterback position is a lot steadier there. So there's just more confidence in general. Um, so all that to say, I've come down on him a little bit, but sixth round, my wide receiver three, um, I'm happy with that. So I'm going to lock him in. We'll roll that dice to see what happens. Elijah Mitchell and Hawkinson goes. Okay, that's not good. Um, Alan Robinson, Chris Godwin, mm. and Michael Thomas go. That round out the sixth round. I'm going to cover my screen. Uh, um, oh, he gets there. I get there. Okay. Um, Joe Burrow <laughs> starts the seventh round. Uh, Miles Sanders, AJ Dillon, Kyler Murray, and Hollywood Brown. The seven of five. That's a, I think that's a steal. Like, he was uh, top of the ADP when I was drafting, I think. Yeah, um, I was debating him as well, uh, you know, over both of the Denver receivers. So that's a very good pick. Yeah, that's a great pick. Seventh um, round here. Still in his uh, purple Ravens shirt. Yeah. Um, for yeah well, wonder um, when they'll change that. For real. <laughs> um, so I, I promise I wouldn't roll the dice anymore. So I'll just I'll run through the, the positions real quick here. At quarterback, we had Jalen Hurts, um, Ross, Dak, Brady, Rogers, Stafford. Uh, at running back, Damian Harris, Ken Walker, Kareem Hunt, Cordell Patterson. At wide receiver, Brandon Cooks. Uh, I'm on Ross St. Brown. Uh, Hopkins is here. Thielen, Mooney, Juju, Drake London. And then a tight end, uh, Schultz, Goddard, Ertz, and Knox. Uh, so Schultz is my guy. Is there anyone that you are looking to uh, slip through to you here, Will? Yeah, man, not loving the running backs here. Um, so, I mean, Harris, I guess, would be good. He's the top on the board. But I'm looking more at probably going receiver again here, like a Brandon Cooks, Darnell Mooney would be nice. We'll see what happens from there. But I think there's more value at um at receiver here unless you know harris slips through there from new england and i think it's definitely starting to dry up a bit at that position yeah fair well let's see what happens here schultz is in amon ragos and brandon cooks so and yeah looking for him uh he is off the board maybe that makes damian harris a little more attractive yeah and and knowing the team behind me here is um six picks in with just one running back if i'm, if I'm thinking running back it's got to be with the first pick here um with harris off the board i mean walker would have been a potential option you know between him and, and mooney but i think it's pretty easy here to get harris just because team here i only got two running backs so far and it's going to be a pretty long wait after my next pick so got to get at least one here um, and then we can circle back to who's available after that. But 
don't love the New England backfield. I don't think anyone really ever does. But as of right now, uh, Harris is pretty clearly the 1A. Uh, you'd imagine Stevenson's still going to get his as well. And who knows if Brian Robinson, the rookie, or anybody else gets involved too. But to start here, I mean, Harris, good value here at uh, pick 79 here. I guess that'd be 79 or 69. This would be 69 here coming up on pick 70 here. The end of the seventh round. So we'll lock in Damian Harris. After him, Kenneth Walker and Drake London, as this team definitely needed another running back. Just goes with the one running back, though, interestingly enough. Um, so tight here for me uh, between a couple of guys that I really like here at the receiver position with Darnell Mooney and Rashad Bateman. Uh, Devonta Smith there as well. I think I'm going to go Mooney. I think he's pretty clearly the one uh, in an offense that he proved it last year. I think Bateman can definitely step up to Smith as well. Um, but uh, I think Mooney, he, we saw it last year, and he already kind of has that chemistry built in. Um, so we're going to go Darnell Mooney here as my fourth receiver. Uh, filling out the rest of the lineup there after him, DeAndre Hopkins and Traylon Burks. Team seven here rolling uh, five wide receivers in a row. Yeah. Uh, McLaurin, DJ Moore, Sutton, Amon Rossi, Brown, and Burks. Um, so interesting in that I don't love it. I, I see the potential. Mm-hmm. Um, but to think, you know, they could have had McLaurin, Pittman, Sutton, Brandon Cooks, I probably like that more. What, whatever. Um, the pick is easy for me. I'm going to go ahead and uh, grab my quarterback and, and Jalen Hurts. Uh, be grabbing. I, I don't know if I've actually gotten him in too many mocks, one or two. Um, but pretty high on him this year. I, I like the spot. Another one that I am coming back on a little bit, just a little worried because I, I try to remember the off season of you know they wanted Russ, they wanted someone else. Um, and that is just, you know, you didn't see green Bay wanting someone else. Uh, yeah. Interesting so, thing about him too, is this is his first off season since high school that he's had the same play caller. Wow. Really? Yeah. Cause Alabama runs through him a lot. They get a lot of offensive coordinators moving through and then he transferred to Oklahoma for his last year. And then he came into Philly with, um, Doug Peterson and the previous regime. And then Nick, Sirianni last year is his first time as a play caller. So, you know, you can say what you want about those uh, those changes, but something about continuity, you know, could be a benefit for him here. Yeah, it's definitely not going to hurt. Um, you know, you see that uh, the lack of, you know, consistency destroying some quarterbacks early on. Alex Smith, you know, I will never mm-hmm. forget. It was like five offensive coordinators in five years or something like that. Um, it's very hard to learn in that environment. So, uh, that's a good thing for him. Um, so yeah, he should be fine. You know, rushing, you know, that should provide some sort of baseline for him. He's got no competition, so it's not like you know if he doesn't perform, you know, there's going to be someone lurking in the you know in the shadows waiting to take his job. Um, so Minshew's not there anymore, right? Minshew didn't get a team, I don't think. No, Minshew's still there. He's still the backup. Oh, is he still the backup? Okay, cool. Yeah, yeah, they they retained him. Um, they were, I think, they were fielded some offers for him because he's like on the last year of his deal and and really, uh, you know, really affordable. But I think they 
at this point with the team they built think that they could make the playoffs and more valuable to have him here as a as a backup and, and just kind of let him walk next year. I'm sure he'll get a starting gig somewhere. Yeah, that's fair. Well, but I guess Hertz doesn't have a nobody behind him. If he does really actually come out and suck, I could see them turning to Minshew. Um, but still, you gotta you gotta be pretty bad for them to I think uh, want to pull the trigger there. So I'm gonna go ahead and just lock him in there, get my quarterback out of the way. Juju goes off the board, eight oh six. Uh, there goes Kareem Hunt. Finally, um, Adam Thielen, Tom Brady, uh, Devin Singletary. That rounds out the eighth round. Uh, Elijah Moore, Rashad Bateman, Russell Wilson, Gabe Davis, and Devonta Smith goes off the board. That would have been real nice for me there. Um, man, that's a shame. So we'll take a look. I got my tight end, my quarterback, so I'm not worried about those other positions anymore. Uh, Corderell Patterson is still on the board. Tony Pollard, Chase Edmonds, James Cook, uh, Rashad Penny. At wide receiver, we got Garrett Wilson, Hunter Renfro, Tyler Lockett, Brandon Ayuk, Chris Olave, Robert Woods. Um, I, I think wide receiver is where I'm going to turn. Um, at wide receiver, I'd like some options there. Uh, you know, Chase Edmonds is a fine gamble. Pollard is solid. Uh, Penny, Melvin G- uh, Gordon, good you know options to roll the dice on. So similar to position to where I wasn't before. I'll just grab whatever running back uh, gets through to me provided team seven here. Doesn't just grab two of them. Uh, definitely a possibility. Um, and then I'll grab a wide receiver and I'll take a shot on, I think Ayuk. I'm staring down. Chris Olave actually is being uh, a pretty good option. You know, a, a rookie that could break out because there's just, no other options available to him. Jameis Winston, we know, can chuck the ball. Um, Ayuk is just, uh, he's more of a roll of the dice. He's kind of worrisome because of that 49ers offense. You know, can it support three guys, Debo, Kittle, and him? That's a lot for a guy that doesn't, is assuming not going to be throwing the ball a lot. But I like Ayuk this, this year. I like his ADP, but I, I think I've kind of talked myself out of him. I'm going to go with Chris Olave here. Um, you know, I'm confident in my wide receiver grouping, um, and, and that I could wait, you know, half a season or whatever I need to, for, you know, the, the rookie to take off usually takes them a little bit of time. So we'll lock him in there. We'll see what more, uh, wide receiver depth that we can add. Goddard goes off the board right after me. And then Patterson right before you. Yeah. Patterson would have been a nice one. He, he's uh, the one that I was looking at there. I think one of the last few guys remaining that's pretty clearly the one um so after that uh you know running back options really just chase Edmonds in miami or melvin gordon in denver um and team 10 behind me still needs a running back so i think running back will be the move there um receivers be looking at tyler lockett robert woods uh, but there are still quite a few options available there and i've already got four so i've got some flexibility there I think I'm going to go running back, possibly two, um, and and wait here one more round through and, and gamble here to see if anybody goes with the second quarterback. Um, but my first pick here going to be Chase Edmonds, locking him in in Miami. After him, Garrett Wilson and Tyler Lockett. So Team Ten is just really going with the zero RB, or I guess you could say one RB with Cam Akers early on, Ken Walker mid rounds. <laughs> Um, so I'm going to go with another running back here and then, you know, gives me some flexibility to not need to jump back on there for a while because it does get pretty icky pretty quickly. So I'm going to go with Melvin. I want to get some stability here uh, at the position. Chase Edmonds, I think is a good upshot. 
whereas Melvin is, you know, a good RB3 probably for a fantasy team, um, depending on how the, the splits, you know, maybe a four, but I think he should be, uh, you know, 60-40 split there in, in Denver. And, and if the offense is as high octane as I think a lot of people imagine they could be, I think it's a it's a really good fit for, for him to, to be there. And, and they have no reason not to just run him into the ground if you think about it. I mean, he's, you know, he, he he's not going to be on the team next year. So why run too much there at, uh, you know, with Javante Williams when you know he's the future? So I'm going to be locking in uh, Melvin Gordon here, getting my fifth running back on the team. After him, Hunter Renfo and Tony Pollard. Solid. So uh, my gamble has paid off just barely. Um, Penny is the guy, one of the guys that I liked. Um, not super sold on him, but obviously had a really good, you know, second half of the year last year. Um, he's got every opportunity to be the guy. Um, kind of concerned about Ken Walker's ADP flying up. Um, you know, typically. When it comes down to the two guys like that, you know the fantasy community gets it right, and the guy with the higher ADP does end up being the uh, the the better option. Um, but I don't know. I just you know, looking at my my want and probably need for some running back depth, I got Swift, Connor, and Dobbins, some solid options. But you know, we're in the tenth round. I really should be adding a fourth. Um, James Cook could be good. Buffalo is clearly looking for a pass catcher, but that doesn't mean they're going to use them to the point where they're fantasy relevant. Um, Michael Carter is not a bad pick. You know, I think he'll probably be fine for at least half a season. Um, Stevens is not bad. James Robinson is a spiller. No, you know, it really starts falling off. Penny is the last guy that I'm kind of comfortable with. Like I'm not comfortable with him, but I'm more comfortable than these other options. Like there's a tear break there for me. So we'll go ahead and lock him in. We'll see what running or wide receivers get back to me after that. Add some depth there. Zach Ertz goes off the board after that. Ayuk finally going there. Um crazy because I think he's a consideration for me a full round yeah. Um Michael Carter, James Cook, Dak Prescott rounds out the 10th. Uh Dawson Knox, Aaron Rodgers, Gesicki, Stafford, and Robert Woods. That's a shame. Um he yeah, probably would have been, been a good one there for you. Yeah. Yeah, that would have been real nice. Um I do have a good depth play here though. So we wide receivers, we got Claypool, we got Christian Watson, we got Christian Kirk, um, we have Alan Lazard, Sky Moore, Kadarius Tony. So you have some good if I didn't take Olave, I have some good young options. If I want to take a shot on Claypool or Watson or Kirk or Sky Moore, Kadarius Tony, someone like that. Um, but I grabbed Olave. So I want a nice solid depth play that I could trust. And that is Alan Lazard, um, you know, and comes with upside. You know, I don't think he's going to be a wide receiver one or anything this year, but if he is the one in green Bay, that wouldn't surprise me. And if it turns into him being like a wide receiver two on the year, that wouldn't surprise me either. Um, so I like Lazard, um, at the very least, I think he's just going to be a solid kind of flex play for me. Um, and that's what I need to, uh, tag team with that Olave pick. Um, so very easy for me there. We'll go ahead and lock him in. Friar Muth goes off the board right after me. Uh, Christian Watson goes off the board right before your pick. Uh, Will, I believe you are the sole person looking for a quarterback. Yeah, a couple teams went with their second ones, which was, I was kind of worried about. Um, and, and, you know, very likely that it could happen in, in some home leagues where teams do like to draft two. But, I mean, 
Joe Burrow and Dak Prescott, Tom Brady and Aaron Rodgers, Kyler Murray and Matt Stafford. You can only use one of those guys, so I don't know how frequent that that happens. Maybe have one or two guys go. But alas, that's the risk you run when you, when you try to wait on the position a little longer. Um, there's, I mean, no one really sticks out that much. I guess Derek Carr probably be the top guy for me, um, but not enough. I mean, here, I'm, I'm going to see. You got him. Um, I've got Claypool, Sky Moore, um, James Robinson. Yeah, no one really that, that I mean, is, is super thrilling. I mean, Claypool, I guess you could argue, but I, I don't just love the overall offense there with we'll see how the rookies uh, or how the young quarterbacks they have turned out. So I'll just lock in my guy here in, in uh, Derek Carr to start. Uh, it, you know, when you had to wait, you know, not being able to get Rodgers, Prescott, or Stafford is tough. But Carr's solid, and, and I do get to pair him up with Devontae Adams. So it's nice to have that stack this late. And if, you know, that uh, Raiders team is going to be as good as some people think, it's going to be because Derek Carr can really manage this team and, and get all the weapons involved. So not the top guy I was hoping for when waiting for a quarterback, but the guy that I, I am more than okay to set on here in the 11th round <clears throat> in a situation where a lot of guys, teams did double up on quarterback. Um, and that does give me the flexibility here to get some more depth at the receiver position. And I'm going to go with the guy that I surprised you did not take. I thought you would be getting him instead of Alan Lassard, but you leave him here for me. I guess that's probably because you have his teammate uh, and Mr. Evans there, but it's Russell Gage. Tampa. Um, I think he's just steady. He's always been, you know, a good receiver there in Atlanta. Um, but I think Tom Brady went out of his way to want to get him on the team. And with Chris Godwin hurt for the beginning of the year in all likelihood, it really looks like Gage is gonna be the guy here to fill in as that second option, especially with no Gronk as far as we can tell right now. So Going to get my fifth receiver here. Keep some balance on the team with Russell Gage. After him, Ramondre Stevenson and Sky Moore. That's a shame. I liked Stevenson here. I thought that was going to be a pretty good pick for me. But uh, alas, it is not to be. Um, so looking back at the, the wide receiver position, running back is pretty slim, which you could say from now until the end of the draft. Mm -hmm. um, looking at you know Ronald Jones, Alexander Matson, Damian Pierce maybe. Um, Rashad White, Tyler Algaier, you know, there's some Kenneth Gainwell. There's some options I could wait another round for. Wow, Mostert's still down here. Um, so I, I'm okay waiting. Some wide receivers, though. Christian Kirk seems interesting. A good opportunity to be a one. Kadarius Tony, he's here. Um, like him as well. If you want to take a dart throw on like an MVS or Galladay, something like that, that's fine too. But really, it, it comes down to Kirk and Tony. Um, and it's a matter of, do you want safety? I'm assuming we consider Kirk safe. He's going to be the one on that team. A team is yeah, going to he should at least get lot. the volume, right? Yeah, there should be good volume plays. I'm assuming he'd be pretty safe. Um, or that upside boom shot of Kadarius Toney. Um, been doing that a lot this year, and I think I will continue it. Um, I want another boom shot. Um, I don't... It just feel If I didn't grab... Lazard with the last pick, like say I went with a, a Stevenson there, I'd be grabbing Kirk now. But the, if you're going look 
Lazard and Kirk back to back just feels blah. Like it feels fine from like a depth standpoint. If I went really running back heavy early on and I needed to fill out my roster, like they'd be fine flex plays. I just don't want them back to back in my situation. It feels too average. So I'm going to go with Kadarius Tony. Hope for a little uh, boom. Maybe Kirk gets back to me. You know, we'll see. I wouldn't. Nope, he doesn't. Um, I wouldn't. <laughs> it. Um, but uh, Ronald Jones goes off the board. Claypool, Kirk, Gallup, and Spiller rounds out the twelfth, thirteenth uh, round. Here we got Boyd, Jameson Williams, James Robinson, Matson, and Hunter Henry. So back on the board, uh, or back on the clock, wide receiver. Um, if we want to take a shot on MVS, he's here. Uh, Jarvis Landry, Kenny Galladay, Rondell Moore, not a bad option. Uh, Dotson, Jacoby Myers, George Pickens, um, Tim Patrick, a lot of people like. Uh, Devontae Parker, I like. Uh, Michael Hardman, if he's another one you want to take a, a shot on. At the running back position, we got Damian Pierce, Naeem Hines, Rashad White, Daryl Henderson, Tyler Igayir. Uh, Mac, Kenneth Gainwell. I think Damian Pierce is the guy I want here. Um, get some more running back depth, potential starter uh, for a uh, a bad team. But that is uh, it's kind of what you're dealing with. If you're looking at starters, you're looking at him. Mac is probably his his competition. Tyler Gaier. I mean, they're just you're not going to get a starter with a uh, a good team. Maybe Mostert. And I don't think he's ever going to be the starter, but he could be a one B kind of an option um, on probably the best offense of them all Miami, I would assume. Um, but yeah, we're going to unlock in Damian Pierce, get some running back depth here. We'll see what gets back to me. Kirk cousins goes off the board and his, uh, his tight end Irv Smith right before you. All right. So still looking at just getting some depth here at running back and receiver. Um, one guy that sticks out to me, I mean, as you mentioned, Algier, he's an interesting option. Um, but one guy I think that is going to have some use uh, that is still on the board and pretty late, I'm surprised that he's still available, is Kenny Gainwell. Um, I know you have taken him in, I think, a couple of our mock drafts here this offseason. Uh, but I think he's going to get some use. I think the team wants to, they're you know, likely going to throw the ball more than they did last year with the amount of rushing that they did and the weapons that they've added. But I do think they want to keep Kenny Gainwell involved. And, and this late, you can take a shot on a guy and see if he can hit. That's what you're looking at. I mean, you have your Algier, Gainwell. I mean, this is where I wouldn't mind taking a shot on, like, uh, Gus Edwards, Khalil Herbert, uh, Daryl Williams in Arizona. Just as guys that are, you know, if, if the starter goes down, you know that they're, you know, there's a good chance, if not guaranteed to be the guy. Uh, but I think Gamewell has value either way. So we're going to lock in Gamewell here first. After him, Nine Hines and Rashad White. Um, not a ton of receivers that I love, and, and I almost would rather load up on running back options than receiver options. Um, so we're going to pass on receiver for now. A couple of later guys I think will probably still be there in the next round if I want to take a shot on one. But just looking at the running backs, <clears throat> Algier is interesting. Khalil Herbert, I think, is, is one of the more interesting ones because I think he, of the list, is the guy that is guaranteed to be the guy if his starter goes down. We saw it last year. He played well in the few games that he was the sole back. I believe that was, let's see, how many games did he get in there? Um, yes, I mean, he had... 
a couple of really good games. Looks like two games where he had like the you know, full workload, um, but coupled around that, you know, some other just solid um, games. But you know, nineteen points and eighteen points in his two games where he was the sole starter. Um, so I think he's probably the option here. You're taking a shot late on a guy like him. Um, but uh, actually, as I look further down, Gus Edwards, Mark Ingram, some other guys that I think have a shot there. I think here I'll probably actually pivot to a, a Talash year that I think has a shot to take the job without an injury and then, you know, maybe take a shot on one of these other running backs that could, you know, rely more on the injury with a few picks left here. So I'm going to go with another running back and Tyler Algier after him, Albert O and Darnell Henderson. Okay. That is fair. Um, similar boat to you. Um, do like some of the running backs here. Um, because it ain't bad. Most are, I caught up before you mentioned Gus Ingram. So some interesting options. I'm going to roll the dice. that one of them gets back to me. And that's uh, Daryl Henderson. I think the the fo- fancy footballers there got me on the Darnell Henderson. Train. Oh yes, 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 yes. <laughs> oh wow, I forgot about that. Um, but yes, you are right. Um, so I'm thinking. I'm looking at the wide receiver position again. Like you, not in love with the options. Um, MVS Landry, Galladay, uh, Ronald Moore, Dotson, Jacoby Myers, Pickens, Tim Patrick. Devontae Parker, Michael Hardman. I think um, I'll, I'll go ahead and take my shot on a Kansas City guy, um, throw a dart, and uh, see if uh, if I land the right option. And I'm going to throw the dart at MVS here, um, the guy that get paid. You know, normally, you know, I'm not as high on on wide receivers going to new positions or new teams. You know, it tends to have a kind of a rough first year, which would leave itself to to Michael Hardman. I just haven't seen enough out of Hardman this year and, you know, them bringing in two guys, even though they lost two guys and, you know, it makes perfect sense. It's just, I don't know. It doesn't sit well with me. He just, I haven't seen enough for him and not that I've seen a ton from MVS either. He likes to drop the ball, um, but he got some money. So we'll, uh, we'll throw our dart that way. Deshaun Watson finally goes there. 14, 14- 06. Kenny Galladay, Landry, Moore, Marlon Mack round out the fourth round. McKissick, Gronk is still going for some reason. Um, <laughs> Tua, Jacoby Myers, and there's Khalil Herbert going off the board. 15 ADP. ADP tells you people think Gronk's coming back. Yeah, for real. Um, so this is easy for me. Mostert's still on the board. Um, again, I don't think he's going to be a starter, but I-, I could see him being fantasy relevant. Um, coach knows how to use him. And uh, I don't know if Chase is going to be the guy that just handles a full workload. So I'm going to go ahead and lock him in as a, a nice depth of running back there. Uh, Daryl Williams goes off the board. Trevor Lawrence, you are back on the clock. Yeah, Daryl's another interesting one there. Um, so for me, it comes down to three players that I still got left in my queue of guys that I think could have some value. Um I don't still don't know a ton about this rookie there, Tyrion Davis Price. Have you heard anything at a you know mini camp or anything from him? As obviously um, the the landing spot isn't isn't the worst. San Francisco does like to use young running backs. They do. I haven't heard a lot out of him. Um, he fits that same kind of mold uh, that Trey Sermon does from like a, a size and speed mm-hmm. standpoint. Um, so it, it does look like something that. San Francisco wants like they, they want someone 
of that caliber. It's just a matter of finding them. Um, but as far as like how he's been doing at camp, I haven't heard anything. Nah, not much. Well, I think yeah, that's going to be the move here for me. Going, I've got five receivers, and I'm pretty confident in the grouping there. I think you know I can get another depth play, but I want to take some more running back shots here. So the first one is going to be on Gus Edwards out of Baltimore. A little surprised he's still there. I know he's coming off of an injury as well. They pick up Mike Davis, but I just still think that he should be going higher than this. Um, and, and obviously it depends on if he is going to be healthy for the beginning of the year or not. But if he's healthy, I think he's at the very least, you know, in flex consideration with the amount of rushing that team does. And, you know, I think he's definitely the number two to the two Dobbins there. So we'll Gus first here. Lock him in. Um, after him goes uh, Tyrion Davis-Price and Jamal Williams. So down to my last two options, we've got Mark Ingram, <coughs> who I uh, I think you know should have a good start to the year uh, with the anticipation that we're going to have a suspended Alvin Kamara. Um, and the other option here is a guy I think you and I both like, in KJ Osborne, young receiver in Minnesota. And I think we probably will see an uptick in him. Uh, There's a lot of reports around Minnesota that they're going to be running the ball, or I'm sorry, passing the ball more often, running the ball less often. So maybe you get a more high-octane passing offense. You know, could be the year we see KJ, you know, kind of step past Adam Thielen a little bit. Um, So I kind of like the upside there for him um, and the the potential to be used early. But... I do think he's someone that probably goes undrafted, whereas I think Mark Ingram is something, some goodie that could be pretty valuable for you, especially for the first you know four to six weeks if he ends up being you know the guy there uh, in New Orleans without Kamara, and, and I think maybe he has some trade value too if you know the Kamara owner is interested. I think it's probably one of the few handcuffs handcuffs you have to have if you do take Kamara. You know, I might take a Mark Ingram a round or two earlier just because you lock down having that, that running back position before Kamara gets back. So I'm going to go Mark Ingram here and really go RB heavy uh, on this team. After him, Brian Robinson and Chuba Hubbard. So Ingram was actually going to be my pick. Um, oh, you're welcome. It's always nice to being, steal a pick. I know, for real. Um, sniped in the last round. Um, <laughs> reason being, I just had Dobbins. and thought, you know, if he gets off to a slow start, then, you know, having, uh, having Ingram there for – whatever, four or six weeks or something like that when it hurt. Um, so instead, I'm going to do something kind of dumb. Quarterback um, too? No, not quarterback. Who are the quarterbacks available? Is there anyone worth uh, Fields, Ryan, Winston? Yeah, no, I'll pass. Um, so normally in a normal draft, we got Tim Patrick here. That would be a solid pick. Devontae Parker, I've drafted before. Uh, Michael Hardman, if you want to you know, take your dart throw there. Um, I'm going to do something Dumb because I started scrolling down looking where KJ Osborne was. Yeah. Um, felt Curtis Samuel down there, how he has fallen. Um, yeah. Sammy Watkins. Names. Yeah. Sammy Watkins, Robbie Anderson. Um, and then I landed, hey, Marvin Jones is down here. But anyway, I landed <laughs> on Julio Jones. Oh. Um, some rumors coming out this week about, you know, him uh, potentially landing in Green Bay. And uh, I think he is done. Like done. This is a Andre Johnson has gone to a new team and just completely disappeared. Kind mm-hmm. of like I think he is. He's done. But if he's not, 
and he goes to Green Bay, maybe I get like a wide receiver three or something. You know, no, like absolutely not. But maybe he could end up in a worse situation. That's yeah, for sure. and if he, you know, doesn't sign anywhere, you get a free roster spot to start the year. Exactly. Um, and plenty of other options that I like that I could grab up. So it's dumb. Would I do it in a normal draft? Probably not. But for the mock, I'll go and lock in Mr. Julio Jones there. Uh, Zamir White goes off the board. Noah Fant, Devontae Foreman, Dotson, and uh, the other Ingram over there in Arizona goes off the board. So that wraps up the mock. Um, running down my team first, again, from the 106 quarterback, Jalen Hurts. At a running back, we got DeAndre Swift, Connor, Dobbins, Rashad Penny, Damian Pierce, and Mostert. At wide receiver, Cup, Evans, Mike Williams, Chris Olave, Lazard, Kadarius Toney, uh, Marquez Valdez-Scantling, MVS, and Julio. And then at the tight end position, Dalton Schultz. What's your team looking like? Yeah, so slightly different up here. Definitely went more RB heavy than you went there. Wide receiver heavy. Um, so quarterback, Derek Carr. Running back, Joe Mixon, Ezekiel Elliott, Damian Harris, Chase Edmonds, Melvin Gordon, Kenneth Gainwell, Tyler Algier, Gus Edwards, and Mark Ingram. So definitely loaded up there at the running back position. Might have been the heaviest I've taken. Nine running backs in the draft. Uh, at wide receiver, we've got Devontae Adams, Michael Pittman, Jerry Judy, Darnell Mooney, and Russell Gage. And then Kyle Pitts at tight end. So what do you think of your team? Yeah, I like it. I mean, definitely loaded up on running back, right? You're not going to carry all nine of those throughout the season. Um, you know, but if I can have the top five and let's say, you know, Gainwell, Algier, Gus Edwards, Mark Ingram, and two of them pops, then I've got some really good depth. So out of these nine, I'm probably hoping that five or six of them, you know, are usable. Uh, and you're banking on the top two, obviously, being pretty usable, but. A lot of depth there that gives me some really trade flexibility if I can get five or six of them to hit. And I'm pretty happy with my receiving core, you know, having only taken that many and, and loading up on running back. I mean, Adams is locked in. I really think Pittman takes a jump this year with Matt Ryan. And then I just need, you know, Jerry Judy or Darnell Mooney to hit, and I've got the receiving core itself in. And, and then Russell Gage and the other one can kind of compete there for the – um the flex spot. Uh, and like I said, I'll likely be picking up a receiver or two at some point after one or two of these running backs don't hit. So definitely gives me some flexibility, but I'd rather go into the season with more running backs so that you have that guy before you have to spend up on him in free agency. Yeah. And, and it makes sense. Cause you only went two running backs in the first six rounds. So yeah. it makes sense. So you take, you know, throw as many darts as you can at the end. Mm -hmm. Um, it definitely like an abnormal strategy for both of us. Um, but yeah, I think it worked out. Um, on my side, I am a little nervous. Like staring down James Conner and Dobbins together as my RB2 mm -hmm. and 3 and then having like Penny Pierce as depth plays, that's worrisome. Um, but at the same time, if Connor is what he was last year and Dobbins can return to, to form, then it's going to be an amazing team. Mm. Um, the wide receiver group is very strong. Cup, Evans, Mike Evans, uh, or Mike Williams, um, and then, you know, Alave, Lazard, Tony. Like, I like that the wide receiver group. Um, I'm happy with Schultz. I'm happy with Hertz. It's just staring down Connor and Dobbins. Um, if we could swap 
you know, in a, I might swap Connor with David Montgomery. If Zeke could have fallen, I might be a little more happy. Um, just, just two concerns around those two people and two people that I haven't really drafted this year. And it's probably wise because they both scare me a, a bit. Um, so naturally I'm going to be nervous about it, but yeah, you get two like good upside guys in Connors and Dobbins, but scary floors. Like if you would have known you were going to get Dobbins, you probably would have gone Montgomery and have that safe RB two and then high upside third running back on your team. But obviously, you know, you probably would have imagined that Dobbins would have went, before you there in the in the fifth round yeah yeah i wasn't really expecting to get back to me i think i was uh uh probably thinking i would end up with like Pittman in that one or or maybe forcing my hand with elijah mitchell Mm -hmm. um so yeah but it is what it is you you know you can't predict the future and that's just it's just the the love of the draft um yeah but overall you know i say all that i'm happy with the team i do like it um so yeah it's pretty solid uh so Next week, Will, um, didn't we say we were going to do something in the beginning of the draft? Yeah, we uh, talked a little bit about a 14-teamer, since they do seem go. to be uh, pretty pretty helpful. Pretty popular. Yeah, so we'll remember that. So next week, tune in for a 14-team mock draft. Uh, until then, folks, thanks for listening, and trust your board.